Secret menus. They've been validated in a sense. McDonald's made waves, right, when they announced that, what is it, six, four, several secret menu items were going to be added to the regular menu. Yeah. AJ and McCall for the Gold's Gym debate today, which is really cool and interesting because from a standpoint, basically, they're sort of listening to the people because I think that's who invents it. But at the same time, they're validating like, yeah, these were things Mm -hmm. and now we actually have to make them. And the question is, what is your experience with the secret menu items? I've. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I've always found it fascinating. Yeah. Never had the guts to order from it. Yeah. I've never ordered from it. I know when I used to live in Tremonton, we would go to McDonald's. And if we were to order said menu items, I cannot say on the radio, we <laughs> they secret. would refuse service. So we have to order it separate and then put it, create it, ta-da, make it ourselves. See, and that's the thing. So- my my old roommate, one I talk about all the time, is a manager at McDonald's, still to this day. And he, like, there's some very famous ones that I see, seem seem to be relatively universally known from a lot of people. Like, I've lived in a couple states and people have different names for it, but there's a couple of them they know. And he's like, he's like, uh, no, I, I refuse to make them. I'll give them the stuff to make it, but I'm not going to do it. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to, like, it makes people mad. Like, I'm not going to get into it. But. Like you said, they're they're out there. Mm-hmm. They're out there. In fact, Sam's on the phone. Sam, what is your run-in with a, quote, secret item, secret menu item? So one time I went to a restaurant in Italy when I was on vacation, and I wanted to have, like, authentic Italian meal. So I asked the restaurant, and they gave me an amatriciana, which is a red sauce with pork cheek. It was amazing, and they said they only cooked it for themselves, but obviously it hooked me up. I was happy, I asked. So, like... You didn't really ask. I mean, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. That's awesome. So I guess that's the other question. Do you ever go to a restaurant like that, like a sit-down restaurant and go, I don't know, what do you, what do you think? Like you ask the waiter, say, what, what, give me your best. I have never because I'm not like a super picky eater, but I can be. I have a friend who used to go and ask for what the chef would cook themselves and then have them create that. Oh, that's not bad. So that's what they would do. But they wouldn't, I mean, they wouldn't do it at like Denny's or something. They'd go do it when they went to like a nicer restaurant and then charge whatever market price is on it. But <laughs> walk up to McDonald's, whatever the chef's having, that's what I want. Having fries and maybe, it's maybe a, a chicken nugget. It's, I don't a fair, know. it's a fair point because what you said, like, I don't like mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So like, they can put mushrooms around, I'm not going to like it. And then the other part of it is what if they recommend something, you go, Ah, uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to have that. Yeah. And then you feel like a total jerk. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Katie's on the phone. Katie, about, what about you? What's your run-in with the secret menu? At a hibachi place by me, they have the secret garlic butter sauce. As long as you ask before they start the cooking, then they will make it for you with your meal. But you can't ask anytime during or after they cook it because, like, that's how they do it. I have no idea what they put in that sauce because they won't make it in front of you. But it's immaculate. Hmm. It's interesting. Hmm. See, and again, that's the thing. Like, at the end of the day, like, do I think that the garlic butter sauce Katie's talking about is good? Yes. Will, I, will it ruin my meal if I don't have it? No. Will I be very upset? Not upset. Embarrassed if I ask, hey, what's the secret butter sauce? And they're like, what? we don't know what you're talking about. Or do they get upset? Then, yes, I will be like, um, uh, I can't do it. I cannot do it. It astonishes me. I think the secret menu is super fascinating. It lends credence to the conspiracy theory that there's a whole bunch of other secret things in the world, secret societies and whatnot that this could be. 
I mean, heck, maybe McDonald's ice cream machine's a secret menu item. You just got to know how to ask the right way. Could be. Could be. I can't bring myself to do it. No. For the most part, I don't like it when people order off of the secret menu, and I think that it's a little bit, uh, I think it's a little stupid. I got to be honest. See? And that's, at the end of the day, that's 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 the part that I keep, and I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to order whatever's on there. Mm-hmm. See, silly secret, and then like... I want to say dangerous secret, but like secret secret. There's a story out about a person who got busted with a bunch of statues from a place they shouldn't have, but you're an authorized souvenir. I think a lot of people are memento people. We like to have something, something to m- remember certain events, trips, dates, whatever it is. A lot of people, I think, fall in that category. Mm-hmm. AJ McCall for the Goals Gym debated eight on VFX. You shouldn't do anything illegal, though. So the inspiration for this story is there's a man in Japan who apparently they have these things called tanuki statues. So they're like animals have like really big eyes and they're uh, meant to represent a um, part of folklore who's a creature who's good nature but morally ambiguous Hmm. with supernatural powers. But they're about the size of, uh, what would you call it, foot? Mm, Probably like foot and a half. Foot and a half? Yeah. Dude got caught with 50 of them. Holy cow. He stole 50 of them. That's insane. That is a lot. Like, how did they How did he get away with it? Was it over time or was it like all at once? So uh, it was over time, but mm-hmm. basically, apparently, they finally it caught up with him, right? You steal 50, eventually you're going to slip up. So he was suspected as someone who'd th- stolen one. They were already, they thought that they got him on catch us uh, two. They got to his house, there was 50. Jeez. So he'd been collecting them for a while. So the yeah. question is... Then what is your unauthorized souvenir? Because no, he shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Is he alone though? Absolutely not. Text message just came in. Uh, I might have might <laughs> kudos. Right. I might have some volcanic rock from Pompeii. Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> so the interesting thing that we get into with the un- unauthorized souvenirs is the risk you take in terms of not just legally but then uh, some of these things are going to have uh not good connotations like i'm I'm going to stall about my answer but like for instance right we've heard the story a bunch of times here in the building that someone went to hawaii mm-hmm. and they took uh it was rocks right mm-hmm. which someone at the time person who was uh, working here was from hawaii said you should not do that yeah you really take the back bad news and before they could because they decided finally they died yep it's like, ah, weird circumstances, but you never know. You know, like, as our texter said, I might know someone who has a piece of the Roman Colosseum because someone may have gone to Italy and gotten a big piece of it and then brought some home to friends and family. Yeah. I might. Maybe. Might. That's it. Okay, tell me if you think this would be bad. Here's a text message. So years ago, my family and I visited Boston. We're walking the streets when my younger sister said, hey, this is one of the streets where they run the Boston Marathon. My mom at that moment saw a loose brick in the street, reached down, picked it up, put it in her purse. We've had that brick at my my mom and dad's house for years. That's insane. It's, so, like, obviously, they took something from the street. But, like, it's, that, it's not the same, though, right? Like, taking a part of the Coliseum or statue. Like, it's a brick in the... Like one brick in the road, right? It's a little bit different, right? No, because if like everybody took one brick in the road, there would be no road. Yeah, but they're not going to catch the first person. No. <laughs> Point blank. Don't take things that aren't yours. Get a souvenir shop, souvenir from the souvenir shop or something. Because for me, I don't, anytime I go anywhere, I don't 
try and take things. Like if I go to a conference or something, I'll get my name tag and then that's my memento. Yeah. I mean, that one's an easy one. I totally agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, what it is, is it's the notion to have something that's unique. It's mm-hmm. really what's fueling it. Mm. At the end of the day, like, the, the, yeah, you can get mementos plenty of places. There's options. It's a whole industry, obviously. But at the end of the day, you're thinking to yourself, but who else has a brick from a road that the Boston Marathon is run on? 